This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. All right, welcome back to the second hour of Life Beats. Get set because uh, Mike and Viv, they are back. Mr. and Mrs. Muscle, they are back after the holidays uh, for the first time this year. It's a a new year. We're looking at changing it up a bit. What can we do to change up our fitness? Uh, Looking at a few secrets that personal trainers might not want to tell you. We're going to go through that with them. Plus the diets that have been listed uh, best to worst. What are some of the best? What are some of the worst? And why? Uh, we've got so much to go through with them. That's all coming up next on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. 95. Keeping it local. Keeping it local. All day, every day. Pulse 95. Heart of Shasha. Life Beats Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. All right, we're already jumping in here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. We're talking uh, the best diets, the worst diets, and so much more. Uh, Talking all things health and fitness with Mr. and Mrs. Muscle. Yes, they are back. Mike and Viv. Hello. Hello. Hey. hey, guys. So good to have you back. We've missed you. Thank you. Long. I know. It's been ages. <laughs> uh, did you have a good break? I, I didn't rest. <laughs> I can totally imagine. You're I somebody who just, you know, keeps going. Yeah, too much. You're like the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> yeah. Both of you are. Uh, well, I, I took some time. <laughs> yeah, they've got to rest. I, I didn't. I was like, oh, nice. Well, Mike was working and I was just chilling. I can hear it in your voice, Viv. That yeah. you're yeah, feeling, you know, you're refreshed and it's all yeah, it's definitely. coming out. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, great, great start. Great start to the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Great start to the year. Loads of new things that we've been doing. I'll just quickly let people know we've we've started live uh, workout videos online. Amazing. Full-length IGTV videos so you can do the workouts alongside us and see me suffer a little bit. I um, love it. Posting so, yeah. it to our YouTube as well, so yeah. I love it. We're, we're going to be talking about, you know, changing it up for your workouts in 2019. Trying something that maybe you've never tried before. Uh, that will be something that we go through. Um, but as well, we're going to be talking about uh, the secrets that fitness trainers don't want you to know. There's a couple of interesting ones in there uh, <laughs> that we can discuss. Uh, but I think it's good to start with the diets because everyone's like, I need to lose weight and I need to eat more healthy. What should I do? It's been about a week and I think most people <laughs> have started something and gone, this is not going to work. Given up already. <laughs> given up already, really. It's uh, it's true. Um, interesting uh, that this list of the top diets for 2019 um, has been released. We were talking about this a couple of days ago on, um, on Life Beats. And uh, this is where the U.S. News and World Report's annual rankings uh, have come out. And every January, they rank the best overall diets along with the best diets uh, for specific goals or criteria. And uh, unsurprisingly, the Mediterranean diet came out on top again. Um, It's not the first time. Uh, Followed by the DASH diet and the Flexitarian diet. Um, So let's take a look at this. This is interesting because... I thought to myself, I've seen, okay, so thinking of trends, I'm seeing a lot of people online, they're trying keto, you know, the keto diet. So yep. I'm thinking, okay, maybe I should try that. And I think I survived about three days, two days, two, three days. Um, and it was just weird not being able to eat carbs. What did, it, what did it make you feel? I don't know, flat. 
is what I would say it made me feel. I'm not really sure that it... I don't know. I mean, the whole idea is that you're meant to eat more fat. Yes. um, Less carbs because it kicks your body into ketosis. Yep. (laughs) How long does it take to get into ketosis before you start burning fat? Now, this is the... uh, That's the tricky part. You see... With ketosis, for you to actually find out if you're in ketosis properly, yeah. there's usually little kits that you can do at home or you usually test um, the, the ketones in your blood or in your urine. At home, they do a little test oh. and it comes up, I think it's color-coded or it comes up with a code to, to let you know you're in ketosis. But um, from past experience, I've known people that have done um, the keto diet for years and they've told you know they told me it's taken time, like two weeks to six weeks for the, before they've even hit that ketosis state. Really? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's not... It was never something that I was keen on. It's never something that I liked. It's a very caloric dense diet. And if you don't track every little thing that you're eating, you can eat way too much in terms of calories. You, It's hard to get that nutrient dense food. Um, you know where I stand on diets, man. For me, <laughs> it's, it's a tough one. But you are somebody, um, you know, Mike, who mm. uh, you, you just, you don't like the idea that we're just bombarding ourselves with all of this information and we're going to keep it simple yes so okay i want to get first your thoughts on the mediterranean diet seems simple enough right yep what what are your thoughts on that um i think it's a great diet i think it's it's i don't like to use the term diet but i think it's great way of eating because it's uh very very nutrient dense we're talking raw natural foods that Mm. you can get you're getting all of the minerals the nutrients you need to keep your body uh, functioning um at an optimal state you know um fish is included it's mainly fish that's included in the uh, mediterranean style diet as opposed to heavy meats um for reasons of digestion for reasons of uh freshness of the food but um uh, the, the mediterranean diet is something that has been around uh, successfully for a long period of time and i haven't really come across any negative um feedback re- regarding that particular diet so i'm i'm in favor of that if i had to choose from the list i'm definitely in favor of one of those as an option mm-hmm. um the mediterranean style diet and for you viv what are your thoughts on it um i think it's a well if you are going to follow a diet it would be a good diet to follow because it's something that is based off of people's actually um eating um, habits that they've been you know using for years it's not just something that people just threw together it's just something that they've it's like um, it's like it was passed on from their grandparents. It's like a cultural thing. Exactly, and thousands it, of years. Yeah, yes, and um, it, and it's something that's realistic, so you can actually integrate it into your lifestyle, especially if you're within that culture around in the Medi- in Mediterranean. Right. But um, in terms of getting all like your balanced foods, definitely I would I would go for that, and um, I trying to refrain as well from more heavy meats. I know there's other diets as well where um. It's, it's quite similar, mm. but um, my, my preferred method of dieting, if I was to choose 100%, would be more of a flexible diet because um, I, don't, I don't like to limit things, but um, the Mediterranean diet seems to be one of those where it, it's fairly flexible within, obviously, the range and what they um, allow you to eat. That's definitely a problem for me. Like, you know, when you go, okay, I'm going to go keto or whatever, and everyone's like, it's this is what works and this is amazing. It actually ranked quite low on the, the rankings um, yeah. this time as well. And it's difficult when you have to limit, um, well, not even limit, you've got to eliminate, um, you know, certain food food groups in your diet and then you get to the point where you start craving them. Yep. And <laughs> you're like, 
you've never enjoyed like a, a bread bun so much in your <laughs> entire life. You know, that's that's so true. But I think the biggest issue I have when it comes to these um, with, with diets is that, like you've just mentioned, you go for a stage where you start craving certain things. You go for a stage where your, your body starts trying to send all these signals that we don't actually know mm. without research. We don't know what it actually means. So you find that you're putting yourself into a state that actually becomes unhealthy. You go on a particular diet, you, your body's not expecting you to go down this uh, route. It's taking time to adapt. You then all of a sudden start releasing different hormones because you're in a particular mood. It has a knock-on effect um, mm. yeah. in different aspects of your life. So it's very, very, very important to really listen to your body more than listening to this list of top diets or the, the, the you know, low diets. I, I like to say I had this conversation with Viv um, yesterday. I said, I think we're now fully at that stage where we're over consuming information. Um, obesity, yes, is a physical problem as well. But I think now we're becoming mentally obese to the point where we don't know where to look. We don't know what to do. And it's one of the reasons that we end up selecting something that, I, I don't know, one of our favorite pop culture newspapers uh, mentioned, and then we go with it. And this is where I think that the harm comes from. So, um, again, my stance on diets, you know, eat and then listen to your body and then make the adaptation on the basis of that we do we have to do that it's so so important uh but uh, we are going to come back in just a moment with uh mr and mrs muscle we're going to be talking more about diets which we should we should be doing what we shouldn't be doing uh we're going to be talking about uh, how to change up your fitness routine for 2019 plus uh we're going to be talking about those secrets that fitness trainers don't want you to know that's next you're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. 95. 95. Keeping it local all day, every day. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Back with Mr. and Mrs. Muscle, we are talking diets, we're talking health and fitness, all of uh, those things that we're thinking about <laughs> at the beginning of the year as we do. Um, this is really interesting. Uh, this is uh, an article that I found uh, all about the the things that fitness trainers might not want to tell you. Um, and Mike and Viv, uh, this is really interesting because it's all about the idea of not going to the fanciest gym because we are at this stage of the year a lot of people have gone to the gym uh, paid a whole bunch of money uh, just to kind of start uh, working out because we're all thinking okay this is the year that i'm going to go to the gym but actually um you should be really focusing on where it's closest to you it's not necessarily a gym it's not necessarily the fanciest gym which might not be uh, that close to where you live um this particular fitness expert uh, talks about the fact that um most people pay for their gym memberships but don't go uh, one uh, fitness in instructor confessed that uh, 90% of gym memberships are paid for by no shows. People who buy in but don't actually appear at the gym. So how do you become one of the 10% of people who incorporate fitness as part of their life? Then you just you make sure you're doing something close to you. Is, is that the right approach? Um. I, I don't know. I like to I like to think that it's best to, um, and I've mentioned it before, kind of outgrow your space and then move on. So grow outward uh, as opposed to thinking, okay, this gym down the road or this 
gym x amount of minutes away has all of this fantastic equipment and sometimes that's what we get sucked in by we get sucked in by the huge variation of equipment the huge amount of classes that are on the list and we we're, we're creatures of of choice we love having loads of choice but when we have so much choice we never choose so it's better to grow outwards um i'm, I'm a fan of setting small i mean really small daily goals if that's been hit move forward that that's my my thought process on it um and mine yes. <laughs> um well i i believe that if you're not motivated to work out at home what's going to motivate you to go to a gym there may be all these different like cool pieces of equipment but half of the time you find that if you go there you don't know how to use it and then you don't feel comfortable asking people so what is that the incentive to you know get you there obviously they give you a nice like sales pitch is a good price okay i feel like i'm making a change and i have the intention to go but if you like master what you can at home and use what um you've got and obviously you guys know that we do a lot of body weight workouts so if you learn that first you can then um you can actually start seeing the changes within the first couple of weeks of working out and then it will give you that extra motivation just to move on um, definitely try not to get sucked into these um, memberships because they are really expensive. It's happened to me before. Yeah. You you pay for it. You pay for a whole year, and then you show up maybe once, twice. Uh, I think that's all. That's it happens to a lot more people than we realize, and that's how you know gyms function. You know, like you said, they give you that big sales pitch, but um, actually, you know, distance is a big one because if you're signing up at a gym because you think it's the greatest one, but it's like. 20 minutes away it's half an hour away you're not going to go yeah. yeah and it happens quite it happens quite often i mean look i think it's very important for us to note that gyms exist for a reason and you can use them you can get the benefits from them this is not to rubbish memberships or to say don't sign up to a gym mm. you just have to think logistically about everything that you're doing set that daily goal are you prepared to walk the 20 minutes are you going to have to pay for transport for the 20 minutes what's your process in in where you're going to go and this is why a lot of people um, do train, for example, after work. If they work in an office building that has a gym downstairs and it's en route on the way home, it's one of the best ways you can just get up and go straight to the gym without having to think about these things. It's on your way home. So you have to look at it logistically. It's got to be convenient, doesn't it? hundred yeah. percent. And you've got to think, you know, am I going to really, really be going? Um, Hanny, who is behind our camera today um, and all of this week. Hi, Hanny. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, good to hear from you. You're a guy who likes to work out. Yeah. I think we need to put the camera on you in, in uh, can we do that? Can yeah, sure. Can you put it on you right now? Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Um, check out those muscles, guys. <laughs> you actually... You used to weigh a lot more than yeah. you do right now. How much did you used to I weigh? I was around 105 to 110 kilograms. 105 wow. to 110. Yeah. And now you're how much? I'm around 75. 75. Yeah. And That's amazing. Thank you, you look fantastic. Thank you. Okay, what did you do? Tell us. Well, first of all, I registered in the closest gym to me, which was in the same building. That way, I had no excuses. It was a normal type of gym, but at the same time, it was the closest to me. So I had no excuse not to go. I just get in the elevator. Press the the ground floor and I'm there. Yep. Then slowly and gradually I saw <clears throat> like uh, results and after I got results, you get more motivated to go to the gym. Yeah. Because some people they get they register in the gym they said okay I did step one which was get into the gym, so that way they think okay so they have more and more time they they think they have more and more time to get results. So my advice is to get to the closest gym and even if it's a gym that isn't the best but at least you're going to the gym and working out. 
And the way that you pay for your gym memberships is also interesting in this whole discussion as well because you don't do the, like, even though the gym is right there, you don't pay for the whole year at once. Yeah, I do it monthly. That way I feel that I have a limited time period and so I have to go because if I, let's say, register for a year, that's why I say, okay, I have the whole year to go to the gym. But now I have only a, a, a month. Maybe I, at the end of the month, I don't have enough money and I have to delay my next gym uh, membership. But yeah. this way... I, I'm, 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 it's mandatory to go the month. Think about what's happening right now yeah. and just make it your priority right exactly. now, which kind of um, speaks to the whole idea of um, not doing, uh, you know, the whole New Year's resolutions, like a whole year of resolutions. Thank you so much, Hanny. It's You're really welcome. great. As you can uh, take the, the camera back off uh, Mike. But, you know, the whole idea, which is what I want to come to next, um, you know, creating that whole year where you go, oh, this year I'm going to do it. Doing the micro resolutions yes. where it might be for this month, I'm going to do this or this week, I'm going to do this or even today. <laughs> Daily resolutions, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about that next. Uh, and, you know, more secrets from uh, this particular trainer. And we'll get Mike and Viv's uh, thoughts on it uh, of lifelong fitness, the things that he has learned uh, from keeping fit for the last 25 years uh, lots more coming up if you've got questions for Mike and Viv send them through Insta Live we are there 2415 on Intersight we are there 2022 on Do we are there also more to come after this this is Pulse 95 this is Pulse 95 Life Beats with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Oh my God, what an interesting discussion with Mike and Viv today, Mr. and Mrs. Muscle. We are uh, talking all things health and fitness as we normally do at this time of the week. Um, the liver, my goodness. Um, this is, I think, going to be next week's show. Yes. The impact of the liver on pretty much every part of the body. Um, and every process that happens in the body, including losing weight, putting on weight, uh, skin issues, acne. Uh, there's a bunch of millions of different things. This is amazing. We're just having this conversation just now. Um, but uh, we're going to be talking about that next week. Something that uh, we're focusing on today. It's kind of a little a bit of a, an easing in into the new year and, and looking at um, how we can change things up, how we can do things better, um, what we can learn uh, from uh, fitness trainers, including Mike and Viv. Uh, but, you know, this is uh, something that I really liked. Uh, we were talking about going to the gym. Should we be paying for a whole gym membership? What, how do you do it? Um, but actually, uh, one of the tips that this particular trainer gives is um, going to the gym even when you don't feel like it. This is his uh, tip uh, for keeping fit. He's been, you know, somebody who's been keeping fit for life for a good 25 years, you know, always healthy. Um, and this is what he says. This is one of those things that people just don't want to face up to, that you should be working out. You should be going to the gym even when you don't feel like it. How do we do that? That one is a tough one. <laughs> and um, it's all to do with your mindset and uh, your your discipline. and your uh, Basically, you have to prioritize things. How much do you really want it? And be realistic with yourself. Are you actually going to get the to your goals if you do it or if you don't do it? You know, you have to keep the uh, consistency of it going 
and um so just be just be a little bit strict on yourself i'm very like big on this because um i personally i'm always giving myself excuses not to do things so i i know from experience that when i have actually you know done things that i didn't necessarily want to do in terms of like oh i'm tired today and i didn't want to go here but then it's like if you if you you, you don't want to go out with your friends um one night just because you've had a long day but then you end up having a really nice time you feel more relaxed you're you know it de-stresses you it's, it's basically the same effect when you go to the gym um it 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 gives you that de-stress it helps you to feel better you get your circulation moving and also i mean why would you not do it like it's <laughs> you're gonna be burning those extra calories and making those extra gains and you'll just feel great afterwards because i think what happens is as well if you're like uh not new maybe maybe you're new to exercise but maybe you haven't done it in a while and then your body's feeling it and you're like i'm so sore i cannot do this again <laughs> you've done it you know three days or whatever and then you're like i can't i can't do this i can't wake up i can't i'm too sore What's your advice, Mike? Um, so over over the break, I, I did a lot of soul searching, like for multiple reasons, because that whole concept of just doing something that you, even if you don't feel like doing it, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in, in that. I agree with that statement. And um, I agree with it for so many reasons, because A, once you've done it, you know for a fact that you always feel better without a shadow of a doubt. Yes, there's a chemical process happening. You're releasing endorphins. That's one aspect of it. But you've accomplished something we're a fan of accomplishing things um and and look there's a lot of people listening that are very um into technology they have smart trackers fitness watches if you pay attention you'll see that now on your fitness watch they're giving you little medals digital medals and it makes right. you feel good okay and the reason for that and, and the research behind that is because again we're we're motivated by reward um so i did a lot of soul searching and i and i i, I said to myself because I do what a lot of people do. Sometimes you're like, oh, but I've been doing this. Why haven't I? Why haven't I changed? That's the big question. Why haven't I changed? Then you have to follow that up with, did you do X to get the change? And most of us, look, the answer is no. We didn't exercise X amount of times. We didn't push ourselves hard enough. We attended, but didn't really attend. So um, I'm a big believer. If you don't feel like going, that's when you should go. The moment you feel like not doing something, just jump up. Like, don't let the laziness kick in. And, uh, you know, a good tip is, Write down on a big, you know, whiteboard or a big piece of paper, stick it somewhere and put your why on that paper so that when you're walking out the house or when you wake up or when whenever you're doing anything, you can look and you remember why you're trying to do something. It's the best way to beat that that feeling. And remember your goals. Remember your goals. And uh, you stay focused, basically. Yep. Because I think we, we all find it really hard to stay focused, uh, yeah. it, particularly when you're making change. Yes. You know, that is a really difficult thing um do you have tips on you know those of us who want to be exercising early in the morning um should we putting the alarm clock on the other side of the room to get ourselves up what is what you know what should we be doing what are some tips you can give people just to get it in get it in okay if it's early in the morning yeah that's one thing you can do put the alarm on the other side of the room um but uh, set a routine for your mornings and make sure to follow it and I found that when I, uh, things go uh, crazy sometimes. So when I actually set a, a, a full routine, I feel amazing. Um, and you get more done as well. Try and set your alarm, uh, I would say, uh, maybe half an hour earlier. And the first thing that you do after turning off <laughs> is just jump out of bed and make your bed. That's That alone will make you feel great. I like that. 
And once you're up, there's so many things that maybe you want to tidy up if you didn't tidy up the night before, or you can get all these things done in the morning. So your morning workout, your morning like tiny, I don't know, 10 minute clean. Um, you can pl plan your day or you, there's so many things that you can actually get done and you can listen to like motivational I don't know, speeches or podcasts or, you know, put some music on and awesome. get moving. I love it. But Brilliant tips. <laughs> Brilliant tips from Viv and Mike as well. It's those little things, right? 100%. Little changes can have a big impact. I yeah. think that's, uh, that's our thing. But it, we're going to come back in just a moment. We're going to talk about how to change it up, but also... Um, you know, for those things that have worked for us before, maybe coming back to them uh, as well, those uh, exercises or the kind of ways of eating that have worked for us before, can they work for us again? I think that's a, a question that I want to put out there. Or, you know, do we have to be um, uh, trying something new? Uh, some say, you know, you're going to be tricking the body into change uh, and that kind of thing. So we're going to be uh, covering that and more next on Life Beats on Pulse95. Pulse95. Life beats. Life beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Oh, lots of conversations on uh, how to change things up uh, and how to do things better in 2019 with Mike and Viv, Mr. and Mrs. Muscle. They are here. If you've got questions for them, send those in. We always love your questions. But um, Mike and Viv, should we be changing up our fitness routine? Or should we be, you know, sticking to something that we've done before? I've heard things about, you know, muscle memory um, and, you know, those things that have worked for you before can work for you again. Or are we supposed to be doing something completely different? I think I've got a conflicting view to what you're probably going to say. You, you go first. <laughs> um, it's very interesting because it, it depends um, what you're doing, but... It's all about how you plan it. You, you can't just do the same one exercise. Say you're doing squats and you do bodyweight squats and you do 20 and that's all you do for, you know, your workout for the day. It's like it's not going to make a difference. So you want to uh, put in progression. You want to add maybe a jump or, you know, something else or increase the rep. So you want to change up maybe this, the amount of sets that you're doing, the, how you're doing it, make it more intense make certain things maybe less intense and focus on um, maybe your form or so that you, you get more benefit from the actual workout itself. But you can actually introduce other things into your training because the body, it's not, it, it, it's not like it won't change if you don't do other things. It actually will change more to move it in different directions. Mm. So it will be good to mix up, okay, yeah, weight training with body weight training, but then you can also do other activities um, so the, I, I know that in the article there were a couple there which are pretty cool like uh, bounce you know mm -hmm. <laughs> going on the tra trampolining uh, it's a high like intensity workout and it's fun I mean I don't know who doesn't like to do it exactly right that's super fun yeah, all, it's awesome. the kid in all of us wants to do that for Definitely. sure <laughs> but then but then to jump in, in terms of like what you've mentioned, the question then becomes, is it really different? So, yes, you're jumping on the trampoline, but you're still jumping. Like, I, again, I said over the holidays, I was doing that soul searching. And I'm, I'm starting to really believe that the answers are all around us. Mm. So there's that concept of if it if it's not broken, you know, why, why fix it? If something's working for you, you have to figure out at what stage did it stop working? Because then you'll have the answers to what you need to do. You know, it's like it's like changing the, the um your car tires 
you don't usually change them until the, the tread starts to wear and you identify that you don't go and get now a completely different size tire you get the exact same tire it's the same with the body in terms of making that adaptation you just have to identify at what stage did it stop working for you and why maybe you got really strong and the weights you're using you've, you you're, you're very used to it so the changes like viv mentioned a slight progression but really start looking for those things look for where you stopped and why as opposed to oh i'm not losing or i'm not changing i'm doing this now completely different because that doesn't always work and that happens to a lot of people you bounce from one thing to the other and you still have the same results yep and so, mm. what's also good sometimes is to kind of just change it up completely and uh be in a whole different environment like going out into the desert i was in the desert over the weekend for the first time um you know almost eight years here in the uae and uh went out into the to the desert for a retreat with an amazing group of people but um you know we had to we had to run up and down the sand dunes oh, nice. and i couldn't feel my legs <laughs> after that <laughs> that's amazing actually that's a, yeah, workout, that's a workout and that's it feels amazing and it's you know just the, right now this is the weather and this is the time to really enjoy it Definitely. and you can get out there and the kids love it you know the kids could just run up and down yeah. sand all day long and roll around in it and do whatever they want, right? And it's just a great way to kind of, you know, bring fitness in without bringing fitness in. Yeah, it's you know? true. It's true. Precisely. And, and so, you know, it's it's great to think of those ideas that do that. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. things like um, also I saw on the list was rock climbing. That's something I've always loved to do. Um, but that you you don't realize that you're incorporating a lot of your upper body your muscles your back and, and that's even a full like workout grip right strength. yeah yeah and your legs because you're pushing up with your legs so in but in the moment you're just climbing a wall and it's fun you know yeah. and you're just trying to figure out which is the best route so it's not even just training your body it's training your mind and it's actually working on the smaller muscles as well so it's really beneficial because it covers a lot of different areas and also which I think is really important, the fun factor. Yes. You have to be enjoying what you're doing and um, you don't have to do workouts that you hate. So like if you if you feel like you want to master it, then go for it, you know. But there's so much to do out there that you don't have to be like, yeah, this is the set way that I'm going to get fit and I have to do it if I want to look like this. Mm, mm, mm. There's all kinds of ways of doing it. I like, um, I've seen, you know, these classes where uh, you're getting into the water or even, you know, they use the boards to balance on the water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tell us why th that works and that's really interesting. That's awesome because it's uh, really great for your core. So it's working on stabilization and also for your stabilizing muscles like in your legs. So work, really working your your knees and um, just the smaller intricate, you know, areas that you don't really think of if you're, you, you know, in a gym unless you're working out with, you know, the half balls, the half fitness balls, so the BOSU balls, yeah. Um, you don't really think about that. And even when you, well, a lot of people work out with those, they don't realize I'm doing stabilization training for mm. my core or to work, you know, around my joints. And um, they're just like, oh, I saw this online and it looks cool. So yeah. I'm going to yeah. do it. We, we actually tried it. Um, and it was really interesting. It was really fun because, again, your focus is, okay, I have to make sure not to, I don't have a fear of the water, but I have to make sure not to fall in. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm nice yeah. and warm right now. I don't want to fall in. So you do, like we've mentioned, work on the stabilization. The fun fact that has taken over absolutely everything, you're distracted and you just keep going. And you find that you can just train continuously. For eight. You don't get tired. You could just keep going and going and going and you're still getting a good, solid workout. Because the worst thing is when you're sitting there counting the minutes until the end of the, the reps. Which, or which happens. 
which happens exactly. We want to bring the fun back in 2019, but uh, we've run out of time today. Next week, we're going to be looking at the liver. This is so fascinating, guys. Uh, you got to tune in. Uh, same time next week, you're going to be talking about the role of the liver in all everything. Everything that happens inside the body, it's amazing, amazing stuff. Mike and Viv, thank you. Thank you. So good to have you guys back. Really, really good to be back. All right, we'll see you again next week. And join us again tomorrow on Life Beats on Pulse95. We've got another big show for you. We're going to be talking to the Ink Man, who's done uh, his amazing mural in the heart of Sharjah, alongside uh, one side of a building. It's amazing. Spoke to him on a boom lift. Uh, to go and have a look at it. It's brilliant. You've got to check it out yourself. It's part of the Islamic Arts Festival here in Sharjah. And uh, lots more to come tomorrow on Life Beat. See you again from 10 a.m. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.